Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Home remedies are sometimes better than going to the doctor, and sometimes they're not. Like, say, this incident in Shenzhen, China, which is a location we've talked about before, so perhaps Shenzhen is the Florida of China. A woman there, reportedly named Lily, showed up at the doctor's office a few days ago, not really complaining of any pain or condition, just that she knew that there was a problem, and eventually it'd have to be taken care of, so now seemed like a good time. And it took an x-ray for the doctor to find out what it was. A five-inch long spoon stuck in her upper small intestine. Lily told doctors a few days earlier she had gotten a fishbone stuck in her throat, and in a valiant effort to remove it, stuck a spoon all the way down past the point where it would gag most people, and tried to pop it loose. Then the handle of the spoon slipped from her fingers, and she ended up swallowing it. <laughs> I'm trying to take think of the nerve it would take, Cliff, to... Uh, to do... Yeah, no, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're wow. Right. Well, welcome to the Morning Road Show on this Friday morning. My name is Weed. I'm the recent winner of the TV cooking show, Pop-Tart Chef. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, Cliff. My, I see it. I didn't even know that, you know, you went to go tape that show. Oh, yes. My yeah. brown sugar cinnamon... Is to die for, yes. Really? Yes. So do you have a recipe you care to share with us? I just throw it in the toaster. So you take the Pop-Tarts and you take them out of the package and you put them in the toaster? Yes. Well, I turn them around backwards in the toaster. Oh, okay. That's that's the secret right there. I got you. I'm waiting for my plaque from them. Did you wear one of those funny little white hats? I did. (laughs) And a little apron, too. (laughs) To make Pop-Tarts. Yes. And when the thing jumped out of the uh, toaster, yeah. scared me to death. <laughs> scared me to death. Cliff, I saw this morning that in Italy, yeah. two students mm-hmm. were having a barbecue. Okay. And they've been fined now $30 million because they started a wildfire that swept through the forest. Now, think about that. Okay. Two students, barbecue. Yeah. If they were dumb enough to set the forest on fire and cause $30 million worth of damage. Yeah. Can they possibly be smart enough to ever come up with $30 million? No, you're absolutely right. I'm just wondering, though, what were they cooking that started a forest fire? Well, (laughs) perhaps that's a just-in-time for breakfast story. And I'm not researching it either. Oh, please, come on. No, no. The world wants to know now. No, it doesn't. No, we'll let that one pass. Weed a museum in Yokohama, Japan, now has long lines of people waiting to get in after they found out about the new exhibit there. And yes, plane tickets on the horizon for everyone at the Morning Roadshow Department of. Just in time for breakfast! It's called the Unko Museum, and right now there are about a thousand patrons a day showing up. Curators say, well, they want everyone who visits to take lots of pictures and share all that they want to on social media. And then... Approach a microphone hooked up to a loud PA and shout, Unko! By the way, Unko is the Japanese word for poop. 
A spokeswoman for the museum says that in general, poop has a negative impression as being uh, well, dirty and stinky, and they hope to be able to provide entertainment that no one has experienced before. The visitors can also buy poop-shaped trinkets in the gift shop, and there's a wall where you can actually draw your own poop. There is, though, one bit of disappointment in the museum because no real poop was used to create any of the exhibits, which to me seems to take away some of the authenticity. Only you would be disappointed in that, Cliff Ingram. <laughs> Only you. Well, that's how I roll. Well, Cliff, you mentioned the Oakland City University baseball team. Yes. Fifth ranked in the uh, nation. In the, in the NCCAA? Yes. Yep. And that got me wondering, well, how about Wabash, Wabash Valley College? Valley, who's, the, who's in the NJCAA, being a two-year school. Yes. Yep. And the streak continues, I see, Cliff. Yeah. They've now won 35 games in a row. <laughs> and are at a meager 37-1 and one on yeah. the season. And then yeah. I looked up, well, let's just see what kind of, you know, run production they're right. making. Yes. They're averaging just a shade over 12 runs a game. <laughs> they score 12. 12 right, runs right. a game. It's a video yeah. game for them, I'm telling <laughs> you, Cliff. <laughs> do, you, can you, do you know what their opponents have scored? What's like the ERA? Is there an ERA? I can't find that, oh, on, that okay. on the list, Eric. Okay. But I do see they've hit 61 home runs. <laughs> 61. <laughs> wow. Well, Cliff, I don't know what's happened to my head. I don't know if it's the bed or what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. But my hair this morning yeah. looks like it was styled by a ceiling fan. <laughs> I mean, it is like... It is, and that's saying something, it, too. That is saying something. You'd have to get up on a step stool for that to happen. No kidding. I mean, you think I'd remember it, too. <laughs> You know, a big re part of the reason that I like to eat out, Cliff, is, yeah. well, first of all, I can't cook. But the second reason is yeah. I absolutely detest doing dishes. <laughs> so it's it's the cleanup portion of the program. That's exactly right. right. You know, and now there's a trend yeah. I read, Cliff, that yeah. some restaurants are offering you mm -hmm. discounts, big discounts, mm -hmm. if you bring in your own dishes. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I would think that wouldn't be very sanitary because you don't know how people live. Right. They could have their dog lick their dishes. Well, no, that's very true because if, you know, if you order, a, I don't know, burger and fries. Yes. And here's my plate. They take your plate to the kitchen. Exactly. And if, and if it was almost like, you know, before we can really use this in our kitchen, we've got to run it through the dishwasher. To make sure that, you know, your dog didn't like the th that was the last thing that happened to this plate kind of defeats the purpose. Yes, because they say it's supposed to be in eco-friendly situation. That's exactly right. But it's not if you have to wash it. So I'm assuming they don't. Yeah. But it's the big trend. Everybody's starting to do it because really? in the story they said yeah. there's been a huge uptick yeah. in people who carry around reusable food containers. I know no one that carries around a reusable food well, container on a daily basis. <laughs> You might take it to work. Yeah, I mean, that's you it. Know, I'm, I've always been like a lunchbox kind of guy. Sometimes that's got a reusable container for whatever leftovers I brought with me today, but not always. But like just randomly, you know, like a, I don't carry a backpack with a plate, bowl, fork, and knife around. That's a, yes. Because once I get done eating, that stuff is dirty. What am I going to do with it? Put my dirty dish in a backpack and go home. <laughs> it sounds nasty all the way around. I'm just not a fan of that. I, I'm not a fan of any... i got to wonder about you if you're carrying around <laughs> reusable food containers with you. My hair. 
We mentioned it earlier, but that's right. It's you a said struggle. that. Yeah, it looks like it was styled by a ceiling fan. Yes, right. It's standing up in all directions, and yeah. I go and I wet my hair down, just in some hope of being able to tame it. Yes, and I get one side laying down. Yeah, and the other side pops up. <laughs> it's like I'm playing whack-a-mole with my head here this morning. <laughs> I guess this is the sign you need a haircut. Actually, if you're playing whack-a-mole with your head, you might give yourself a concussion. Wow. <laughs> it's been a struggle. And you I'm know, you. all of this is just ironic because you don't have that much hair to get out of control. I know, but it's like um, <laughs> running rampant this morning. I saw the, uh, the first uh, sign of summertime. You know, the most popular tickets we have here at Country 98.1 are obviously... Yeah, uh, holiday world tickets. Yes. Yeah. And I saw the box display for the holiday ticket... Uh, oh, you did, huh? Yeah, discounts. Really? And that got me to thinking. Yes? You know, our supply has started to dwindle a little bit. A supply of coasters? Holiday, holiday world oh, tickets. holiday world tickets. Yes. Well, I mean, that's true. They don't give us near as many as they used to. Yes. Used to... Years ago, you know, a decade ago, we would get like, I don't know, it would be like a big box full. I don't know how many we got. It was huge. Yes, it was. And now not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So that got me to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. Possibly I should come up with something for us to mm-hmm. give away, another kind of ticket giveaway here on the Morning Road Show. Okay. And I've been hard at work at this, and yeah. maybe we can pull this off this summer. Okay. I'm trying to get tickets this summer to the... Traveling Harmonica Museum. <laughs> and we'll put it out here on the front lot of Country 98.1. Now, it can't be very big, obviously. Wait, 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 you mean we could actually host the Traveling Harmonica Museum here at the parking lot of the radio station? Yes, you could oh, okay. win tickets, and instead okay. of, you know, having to come here, grab the tickets, and then go there. Right. You could just come and go to the museum. That's right. Well, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly right. And what, just, what's more entertaining than a traveling harmonica museum? Well, that's what I was thinking as yeah. I was researching this. And yeah. we could get a little pop-up tent, Yeah. put it outside, you and I, and we could okay. sit out there on chairs. Yeah. And those that don't win free tickets... Could buy tickets from us. That's exactly right. We could run right. a ticket booth. Yes, and we'll, you know, and, give it a little we profits. Could even, you and I, yeah, we, we could even get a cut out of that. That's right. That's pretty cool. What do you think? I like that a lot, actually. And it won't take up all the parking lots, so there'll be plenty of spaces yeah, for I mean, you to park. The harmonicas aren't very big. How big could a traveling harmonica museum be? Well, that's the discussion <laughs> we're having. What do you think? I like it. Could it be right up there with Holiday World tickets? It could be, absolutely, yes. And you don't have to travel very far. No, because it's right here. Come inside, pick up your free ticket. Yeah. Walk through the museum. Yeah. Take pictures if you wish. Sure. Post it on social media. Maybe at the end of the tour, take a picture with a harmonica and your family, and we'll sell that to you, too. Ooh, nice. All of this talk about uh, ticket giveaways has got me in the ticket-giving mood. Oh, it does? Yes. Okay. So I think we should do the uh, Opry phrase that pays Yes. before 8.20 this morning. Okay. Sometime between now and then, Yes. we'll open up those phone lines. You'll call us, yeah. and we'll whip out the Magic 8 Ball. That's right. No phrase this week, no math problem. The Magic 8 Ball will determine whether or not you're a winner. And we determined yesterday you have a 50-50 shot on this because there's yeah. 10 yeses and basically 10, ten, ten no's. no's. Right. So we're going to do that here on the Morning Road Show. Good mm-hmm. luck to you. We'd someone in the legislature in Pennsylvania realize that state, among all its official birds, flowers, pies, and cakes, had no record of an official amphibian. And so, after much deliberation, debate, and sometimes downright argument amongst the politicians, one was finally selected. Senate Bill 9 passed the House on a 191-6 to vote, 
sending a two-foot-long aquatic creature to the governor's desk for signature. Now, some people will know the animal as the Eastern Hellbender Salamander, and the DNR in Pennsylvania says it's a good choice because the nocturnal creature known to be a marker for a healthy environment. If they're present, the water's clean. If not, there's too much pollution. People in rural areas of Pennsylvania, though, will know the creature by a more slang name, the Snot Otter, so named because of its green, slimy exterior. The Snot Otter, which sounds, by the way, like a good name for a minor league baseball team. <laughs> that would be a good name. And now, taking the field, your Allegheny Snot Otters! <laughs> Hi, who's this? This is Debbie Noss. All right, Debbie, where are you from? Uh, Hopscot. Okay. Now, Debbie, are you feeling lucky this morning? Oh, uh, yes. Well, good. Now, how many <laughs> times do you want us to rotate this eight ball? Two. 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 Flip it two There's times. There's one. There's two. And, and the eight ball says, very doubtful. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm yeah, sorry. It's going to be one of those days. It's going to be yeah. one of those days. Wow. I'm sorry about that, but yeah. thank you for playing, okay? All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Well, Cliff, it's out of our hands. Yes. So if you uh, have no, hatred in your heart, <laughs> yeah, have it for this little plastic contraption. Yeah, it's not our fault. We the, are relying solely on the Magic 8 Ball. Yeah. Let's wait until okay. the cool classic gets done, and we'll try it again. Okay. okay, Cliff? That works. And that way I can get a towel and wipe this thing up because <laughs> our ball is leaking. Wait, wait, wait. The There's a leak? Is, yes. The 8 Ball has it. Well, we should hurry and get this done. I think I'll shake it, Cliff, because uh, it's leaking, and when what? I roll it around, oh, it, it oh, dribbles all over me. So I think I'll just shake it the okay. next time we do the Magic 8 Ball. Right. We'll be after the cool classic. Yes. Travis Tritt's going to sing it for yeah. you. Now, Cliff, if you're trying to get on the good side of the Magic 8 Ball, yeah. you don't send a text message in. Like that one right there? That's kind of an attitude right there. Yeah. Magic yes. 8 Ball has an attitude today. Yeah, we know that. And if it's leaking, it needs to wear some Depends. <laughs> Did no. No, that won't work. No. And it is, yeah, it's acting like an old man on a rainy morning. But um, you didn't have to go the Depends route. So um, the next time we'll just shake it two or three times. And okay. uh, that way maybe we won't lose as much. I don't know what that fluid is in there, but it smells it's bad. probably, you know, something toxic. <laughs> yeah, I know. It smells horrible. <laughs> it's entirely up to the Magic 8 Ball as we see if we can get yeah. a winner for the Grand Ole Opry. Here we go. Hi, well, who's this? Gary Mickle. Gary? Where are you from, Gary Mickle? Boonville. All right. We're going to flip this around, and uh, if it comes up positive, you're going to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. All right. All right. Well, Gary, is there anything uh, magical you'd like to say to the Magic 8 Ball <laughs> in case, uh, you know, you can sway it one way or the other? Just do it. All Just right. Do it. Just do it. Well, I'm going to shake the thing because it's leaking all over the place. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Pretty good with that hand motion. That will. Yeah. And the Magic 8 Ball says, yeah. without a doubt. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Congratulations Gary. Yes, All right. Yes. All right. You drop by our Country 98.1 studio, and you pick up your tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and the Country Music Hall of Fame, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. And thanks for listening. You have a good weekend and great Easter. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, Cliff, <laughs> I guess that's what it takes to win. we got to get another ball. <laughs> then we'll have two balls. No, I'm throwing this one away. Oh, you're this, throwing that one away. here's junk. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just leaking. It's not junk. Well, you can't play with that thing anymore because it's... <laughs> you've, apparently, you played with the ball too much. Something's happened here. The, the towels, it's nasty. Cliff, I've been sitting here thinking with Easter on the way yeah. here Sunday. What's that? I don't want, you know, 
Santa Claus to actually hear this. Okay. But I've always preferred Easter over yeah. uh, really the Easter Bunny over really? uh, Santa Claus. Yes. You have. I always have. Okay. Now, I don't want to say that too loud. And, yeah, because you know. he'll hear you, and then he'll be like, you know, well. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, your name is now in ink. In the naughty list. And see, that's exactly why right. I've always preferred the Easter Bunny, because he's that? not judgmental like that. It doesn't matter if you're nice yeah. or if you're naughty. The Easter Bunny <laughs> will still deliver for you. <laughs> While the other guy, the fat guy, sits yeah. there and judges you right. all the time about So now what you're, you're calling Santa the fat guy. Well, he is kind <laughs> of a large. I mean, but you don't have to call him out on that. It's not, you don't have to fat shame Santa. Okay, I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. You shouldn't part. have said that. Now, if you were ever had any hopes of getting off the naughty list at Christmas time, they're all gone now. Well, I'm counting on the Easter Bunny. Right, and he brings eggs. Chocolate ones, though. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but they're still just eggs. I don't know how this question makes any sense yes. unless you're in a Pixar movie. What's that? But the new survey out says 64% of us mm-hmm. consider our car to be a friend of ours. <laughs> A friend, Cliff. A friend. I could see having some cute mm. little name for your car. Well, yeah. I, mean, I call I, mine the Green Machine. Right. Amongst although, other things. Although machine would indicate that it's a finely tuned piece of equipment. I'm kind of stretching it a little <laughs> oh, bit. Okay. But okay. Uh, that, I don't see nothing wrong with that. But yeah. like uh, a third of the folks re- responded to the survey yeah. who said their car was their friend. Yes. Said they would rather get a cut or a scratch on their own body. Than on their car. Yes. Wow. Are you that way with your car? Not particularly, no. I mean, if you well, got I mean, it all scratched up. I, I mean, like to have a nice-looking car, and I will go to extra efforts to make sure that's the case. You know, and I've got new tires and spent a lot of money on that. And, you know, I'm not afraid to invest in having a having a nice car because I like to have a nice car. But I'm not going to, you know, like cut off my hand to... Avoid There's the scratch. A, right, you're exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Half of the p- folks surveyed, Cliff, yeah. have actually cried when they had to get a new uh, car. Why is that? Because they got because of, they were so attached to their old one. That or the expensive one, because well. I've seen the prices of them. <laughs> That's true. I had to laugh, Cliff. No, you did I had to laugh out loud because I recently got invited yeah. to a bedsheet party. A what? A bedsheet party. What's a bedsheet party? Well, I've been invited to those, you know, yeah. buy this overpriced garbage stuff. I've been invited <laughs> to those before, but this is my oh, first okay. bedsheet. So it's like, I don't I don't want to make a correlation with an exact name. No, no, no. But like, a, the, the only thing I can think of is like a Tupperware party. Yes. I know, where someone hosts in their home. Yes. And there's a catalog of things that you can purchase. Which prices, which may or may not be similar to what you can buy in a retail store. Exactly. But this one was just for bed sheets. Yes, I'm sure there will be some samples around so you can feel the sheet. <laughs> Got to be careful how you talk there. Yeah. So you can feel the sheet yes. and uh, make sure that it's the, the quality that you want. And yeah. I'm like, whenever I get the invitation, I'm like, yeah. do I look like someone that really would go to a bed sheet party? <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know they had the thing. Well, I never heard of that before my entire I life. I had neither. But these, I guess, are really quality bed sheets. At least okay. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know one from a good one from a bad well, one. Well, I mean, you can feel the difference. You know, that whole thread count thing is the higher the number of the thread count, usually the better off you are. Can you feel that? Yes, you can. You can. You totally can, yes. Well, I didn't know that. See? Yeah. We, well, now, so that's, you've learned. Well, yeah, that's, but that's it, what it, I'm saying. And I've just saved you from going to the bed sheet party to find out. 
Thank you. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to go anyway. But I'm wondering why you would even invite me. I mean, it was nice that you did. I'm not, I'm not dogging on that. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying when you look at me. That's right. Do you, do, do you think that this guy looks like a man who's good in the sheets? Well, that he even cares about it. Oh, okay. Do you even think he has sheets at his house? Because actually, I just throw a blanket on it. You just stuff. throw a blanket on yes, it. Right. I, I mean, I've cut myself before, and it's like, throw a blanket on it. It'll be okay. <laughs> No, seriously, I've done that. Right. Today's Take It to the Bank clip, yeah. it's about a candy that almost choked me right here on this program. <laughs> really? Yes. You okay. remember. I remember, yeah. You remember what I stuffed my mouth full of? Yeah, it was bad. It was it bad. Was, in fact, it was rather disgusting. And you? Yes. I took video of yes, it. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what our Take It to the Bank's about Yeah. here on the Morning Road Show. Oh, yeah. Cliff, if Allison Krauss... Yeah. came out with Old MacDonald Had a Farm, I would buy that song as well as she sings. That's not, I'm not kidding True. you there. Well, Cliff, our Take It yeah. to the Bank this morning features yeah. the Peep. The Peep. Yes. You see them on all the stores. Yeah. They've been there for about a month and a half now, yeah. mm -hmm. getting ready to celebrate Easter. And here are some facts about mm -hmm. the Peep. Okay. In 1953, when the peep was first invented? 53. 53. Okay. It took approximately 27 hours to make a peep. Wow. Yes. They were handmade That's with a, a pastry long... tube. Holy cow. And now, yeah. through automation, they can make a peep in six minutes. <laughs> a single peep. A single peep. Okay. And because they can do it so fast, yeah. they make about five and a half million peeps. Every single day. <laughs> Enough to circle the globe more than twice laid side by side. Wow. And a peep's not very big. No, it's not. Unless you have eight of them in your mouth like I did one year. Yeah. Then they're suddenly they swell. Yes. <laughs> and, you, and then you can't breathe. Yes. And there's a lot of slobbering. <laughs> and you make a giant slobbering, drooling mess all over the control room. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I do too. And finally, Cliff. Yes. The town where the peep is made. Okay is a factory in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Really? It's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? Yes. I didn't know that. And every New Year's Eve, yeah. they have the annual New Year's Eve peep drop. <laughs> they drop the peep. They create a 400-pound peep, Yeah. and they drop it, kind of like they do in New York with that fancy ball. Yeah. They drop a peep. <laughs> Whether it bounces or not, I don't no, know. I suspect it's more like a you know giant wet thud. Kind of like in the uh, movie Ghostbusters, when they blew up the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Oh, that's what they should do. They should blow they up should the peep. They should blow up the peep. Yes. That's pretty cool. It's a whole lot better than choking and gagging on them, I'll say that. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's our Take It to the Bank yeah. this morning. Everything mm -hmm. there, absolutely true. Cliff, yeah. I don't know how well this is going to go over, but I did read where Madonna's got a new video coming out. Madonna. And, yes. She has a new video. Yes. So she probably has new music to go with the new video. And she's going to premiere this yeah. video yeah. live on MTV. <laughs> live. So yes. She's going to do it live. On MTV. I hope she can remember all the words. Well. Because she's 60. That's right. <laughs> and somebody's going to have to explain to everybody that's watching MTV. Yeah, just exactly who Madonna is. And what a video is. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Yes, indeed. Phrases of the day. Start with number three. Pop-Tart Chef. <laughs> well done on your award, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Number two. Unko is the Japanese word for poop. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. What's more entertaining 
than a traveling harmonica museum. And we're trying to get it here. That's right. This yep. summer mm-hmm. at Country 98.1. Right you in our parking lot. Yeah, yeah, and we'll have free tickets. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.